Hello, this is Robert Barge. Welcome to Redemption's Table, where every week we will gather around this table with a special guest to explore the most appetizing ingredient in this menu called life, redemption. I believe in redemption. I believe everybody hungers for redemption. Everybody. And the truth is, redemption is all around us every day. It is a recipe that God the Creator sets before us every single moment of our lives. Unfortunately, so much emphasis is placed upon the bad, many have difficulty seeing, experiencing, and tasting the good. So I'm setting out on a journey, going table to conversation, to accentuate the reality of redemption in the lives of everyday people like you and me. A reality that, I believe, finds its ultimate expression in Jesus of Nazareth, who is the not-so-secret ingredient to the redemption we all seek. So, come hungry, join the meal, because Party of Redemption, your table is now ready. Hey everybody, let's get this week rolling just like the stone, because he is risen. It's Resurrection Monday. And that means this table is one year old today. Today, we begin season two. And it's also part two of one of our most listened to conversations, A Long Walk to Friday with David and Kelly Cochran. If you did not listen to last week's episode, you want to go back, catch part one before you hear how this conversation comes to a close. You want to check it out. It's been one of the most powerful stories powerful conversations that we've had here at the table. I want to thank you for being a part of the table. I want to encourage you to share this podcast with your friends. If you happen to listen on Apple Podcasts, there's a place there after you hear today's podcast to rate the podcast and also write a review. And we encourage you to do that because the more people who know about what's going on around this table, the more potential listeners we will have. Everybody needs some good news. Everybody needs truth. Everybody needs hope. Share this with your friends. The good news today is he is still risen. Jesus is still alive. God is still sovereign, and he can still redeem any and every circumstance that is surrendered to him. We get a chance today to hear exactly how he did that in David and Kelly's life. The stone has rolled, the tomb is open, and the table is now being served. Let's get started. Thank you for being with us. David, let me just one more time again say thank you both for being at the table. And we're at your table, but uh, thank, well, thank you for you joining us. Thank you for being us. with us and, yes. and having us. Yes. It's our pleasure. Yeah. So let's kind of back up just real quick. Um, you know, leading up to, we've been talking about your journey with your son, Max, mm-hmm. who at 19 years of age mm-hmm. uh, committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, let's just pick up right right at that point. I think, you know, we we were talking about a crossroad, and um, Kelly and I, we could have chosen to just decide that's it. We're not going to, you know, this is too much. I'm just done with life. I'm just going to just muddle through but we found out real fast that's not what God intended for this with the fact of knowing that our son was in heaven he was fine you know we 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 have God has given us a gift of uh, 
in different ways that we know that's true. Mm-hmm. Not only did I mean, not only did we know it, now we we've, we've had more evidence that that's true. Mm-hmm. So Kelly and I were talking one day and and uh, going along with what Max always told his mom about how he in life he just wanted to help people. I started finding out by little things that I was doing for folks that I told Kevin, I said, you know, if I, it's amazing. I've been alive, you know, almost 60 years, and I never thought that just doing something for somebody, if you're feeling bad, will make you feel better. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. God gives us all, you know, it's, it's the simple things um, that if you'll just do something for no reason other than to help somebody, you get a blessing and you feel better. Yeah. And I said, Kelly, we need to try to come up with a way that we can honor Max and honor Max's memory and at the same time help people mm-hmm. as Max wanted to. Then at the end of the day, we can say, Max, today you helped somebody. Yeah. And that then there came maximizing mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's using of course max's name max you know we 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 wanted to come up with something that would you know we had several goals but one of the main goals was to look to to keep max's memory alive Mm -hmm. and then based on max's life when in our earlier conversation we mentioned the frustration that we had that we had uh experienced with mental health uh process and, and trying to get Max help could be a very frustrating thing and, and we learned some things and, and we thought maybe we could help those people that we would come in contact with that may be having the same issues. Mm-hmm. So we started uh, talking to people and everybody we talked to was, that's a great idea. Why don't we, why don't you start an organization? Why don't you do this? And we thought, well, you know, what could we do? You know, what would be our go? So we came up with a couple, of course, I mentioned Max's memory, but then also we decided that it would be wonderful to be able to help people that could not afford mental health counseling. Mm -hmm. We, We would love to be able to help them pay for mental health counseling because Kelly and I decided early on to go with what we know. Is, is a very uh, positive thing for us. And what we knew was that if Max found the right counselor, it helped him. Mm-hmm. Then it helped us as a family. Mental health is a family mm-hmm. issue. It's not, even though it may just be an individual that's going through mental illness in your family, it affects the entire family. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to reach out to these families that were experiencing things that we experienced, not only uh, could we maybe give them advice and, and maybe help them find uh, a, a, a good mental health counselor, but if there was an issue that they couldn't afford it, we wouldn't be able to help pay for it. Mm-hmm. So there's maximizing mental health. And uh, we, you know, Kelly, you want to, well, you know, at that point, you know, people, there was excitement. And I know people wanted to help us, and they didn't really know how to help us. 
And I think when we bounced this idea off some of our friends and family, they said that's a great idea because I just looked at counseling when we went through what we've been through with, with our losing our son and dealing with grief. I wanted to talk to somebody that had been through losing a child because it's hard to relate to something if you've never experienced that. So I feel like people that have called us, I would have never guessed, were struggling with the same issues Mm -hmm. with their children. They've reached out to us. They feel comfortable talking to us because they know we've been there. And there's no judgment, there's empathy, there's compassion. And really, David and I both, especially David, we, we invested so much time in Max and helping Max. And we wanted to channel that energy and keep that going mm-hmm. and help someone else. I was to a point where I really didn't know for a month or two what I was meant to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I hate to say uh, that, um, you know, maybe to a fault a little bit that I I did things for Max when he was alive and and, uh, maybe too much. Mm -hmm. But Max was my purpose Mm -hmm. also, along with my my other child, Callie. My purpose was taking care of them, and especially the way it fell in our family, Max Mm -hmm was my responsibility a lot and and um and David has the gift of serve I mean David loves to serve people Mm -hmm. too I think that is a gift that God's given me he gives it all I think to all of us and Mm -hmm. uh but uh when when this happened with Max I found myself like what am I what am I supposed to do today it's a strange thing because Mm -hmm. you know life you know I mentioned earlier in our other uh, discussion that life is about relationships. Yeah. And the second thing life is about, life is about purpose. And if you don't have a purpose, uh, life can be frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is my purpose now. Maximizing mental health is my purpose. And I plan to do that until I die. And, you know, uh, I've I've started you know as this started and we got into it we got us a board of directors and we met with some people amazing people mm-hmm. that basically did all this for us mm-hmm. Roger Boatner and and other people that are in our lives uh, Lana Blue and and uh, Glenn Williams different people that have helped us set this thing up uh, we we are now officially a five hundred one c three nonprofit organization mm-hmm. uh, that we've hit a nerve with people I think mm-hmm. people when we talk about this people want to be part of it people are donating money to us to to use to pay for for uh, mental health counseling and, and and other things we just got finished in on March 5th and 6th we had our organization brought a uh, mo- well, uh, a suicide, suicide prevention. prevention speaker, mm-hmm. um, awareness. awareness, Jeff Yowden, who who was uh, he's he's nationally known, really internationally mm-hmm. known, 
we brought him into Gaston. Uh, we partnered with Gaston Rotary Club and Gaston City Schools. They worked with us to, to bring Jeff to Gaston, and he spoke to at least close to a thousand middle school students about suicide wow. prevention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, fantastic. He was well, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, we uh, hope that is the first annual mm-hmm. uh, March event for us. Uh, and we just thoroughly enjoyed partnering with the Rotary Club and the Gaston City Schools. We also had Tara Martin, who is a friend of ours who has an organization behind the smile mm-hmm. uh, in Southside, Alabama. Her um, her child committed suicide in, he was he in was middle in school. Middle school mm-hmm. about two years ago, maybe. maybe long, no, it was longer than that. Longer than that, mm-hmm. but she has an organization that she she was with us and um, working that out with Jeff coming and speaking to some Edwalk County students. So. You know, we made a difference, yeah. and not we is together with those that supported us. And it's got really, I God, mean, the yeah. Lord the has Lord is... sent people in our path mm-hmm. that He is making things happen that we could never make happen on our own. Yeah. That's why we believe that this is from Him, and it's really this is not something I feel like we would even think about is the sad part of it for me i told somebody this today um i just being brutally honest i, I wouldn't be doing this if it hadn't been for max yeah I, I i hate to think that i'm not you know i wouldn't have come up with something like this if it hadn't been for max um you know i would have been in my own little world mm-hmm. uh, taking care of my own little self not worried about other people's problems as much. Not that I wouldn't care about other people, honestly. I mean, I, I you do. Wouldn't have the passion. I wouldn't have the passion or the yeah. purpose that I have now mm-hmm. with it. And I don't. You know, there, there's always been in my life. Uh, the The fact for me has always been. If I, I feel like if I'm in the purpose that God has planned for me, mm-hmm. He starts opening doors. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's one way I know that I'm. Th- I feel like I may be doing what God has intended me to do. Mm-hmm. I've had three or four people this week alone, uh, just out of the blue, call me and say, "My son's hurting, man. My mm-hmm. son is struggling. Mm-hmm. He's talking about wanting to kill himself. What did I do? You know?" And I'm, I'm like. I can help you with that. Yeah. I don't know what your son's problem is, but since I've been there, mm-hmm. I can tell you what worked for me. Yeah. And, and people just want you to listen, yeah. really, with no, you know, no judgment. And I feel like, David, men especially, it's hard for men to talk about that. I feel like women are more willing to share. Yeah that, hey, this is what's going on with me. So David, I mean, it, it has been, again, a God thing that, that fathers of sons have called David. Mm-hmm. And um, we know that that's, you know, that's that's well, divine. Yeah, I think God's, you know, I've prayed. And I said, God, just open doors for me mm-hmm. to help. Yeah. 
I don't want killing. I don't want any pats on the back. We don't want any publicity. We don't want anything except uh, the opportunities. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things that Kelly and I have really stressed, and we mentioned it just a second ago, all the honor, all the glory, mm-hmm. all the praise for anything that happens with us goes to God. You know, I, I tell people this, my friend, I've got a little picture of Max, like I was telling you, I don't know, we were recording this, how I, I prayed for Max, and I put, you know, scripture in his room, mm-hmm. and I had a prayer room before the movie, the war room, and <laughs> I've got a little picture of Max down there when he was about five years old, and in my heart, in my heart, I thought that Max would be called to the ministry, mm-hmm. and I had many, many visions of Max sharing his testimony mm-hmm. and saying how prayer, the effective prayer of a mother and a father, and how, you know, that brought him through some dark times. I could see him speaking. I mean I could see I could see us sitting in the audience like, oh, you know, thank you. <laughs> prayer does work and mm-hmm. that would be his testimony. We thought he would be the one doing what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And honestly, I mean, I was so expectant. And, um, I mean, in my journaling, I prayed for, you know, Max to be like a Daniel and just be, you know, I just I just knew that. And, again, it's not him physically here, but I just, um, I just know that God doesn't, present opportunities like we have them in our mind how they will play yeah, out no. yeah you're right you're right <laughs> and it's so mysterious and we do not understand it and and you know i have people ask me you know they'll say well kelly i know when you get to heaven you want to you have some questions and you want to ask why this happened and i'll say no i really i don't yeah. I will not have questioned. We're not going to care. No. When we get to heaven, I'm going to see his face, God's face, and I want to hear him say, well done, David and Kelly. Mm -hmm. You were great parents, and you you persevered, and you carried on. Well done. That's my goal with this. And if we didn't do that now, I think we'd kind of be a hypocrite. Really, right, because we right. we taught we we told Max and Callie both her children that that's um, the way you should live life. So if we uh, allowed uh, something which was a very it was a very tragic mm-hmm. thing in our life in anybody's life, but we're not the only ones that have tragedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody has tragedy in their life, and we're going to have more. Mm-hmm. But if if we didn't practice what we preached, we would be a hypocrite. Yeah. You know, that's be like, uh, and, and that's one thing that you know. You read the Bible, and and Jesus did not. He, if there was one thing that seemed to bother him, was the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that that's just something we're not going to do. We're going to try uh, our best to to live what we what we talk you know to walk the talk yeah mm-hmm. so you know and another thing that we we've done now uh we've also partnered with several local um mental health counselors mm-hmm. and and kelly and i said i said kelly we need to give this you know we're, we're reaching out trying to start a uh a couple of things that's a little different um 
and we're calling it maximizing hope and we're partnering with mental health counselor uh, organizations in Gadsden and Etowah County and outside of Etowah County mm-hmm. some too and we're reaching out to these groups and and telling our story to them and if there's anyone that they know that needs help financially they're contacting me mm-hmm. we don't know the names mm-hmm. don't that's that's not our business our business is to help those that might not get mental health counseling otherwise because they couldn't afford it so mm-hmm. we're there people are, are starting to use it uh, use that uh, we've had an opportunity to um, I, you know like I said with Jeffy Alden you know we're, we're I know we've already been able to touch at least a thousand people with maximizing mental health in one way or the other wow. and that our goal is to uh, uh, reach as many people as we possibly can. And at the end of the day, we said if we help one person, mm-hmm. yeah. if we just help one person, you know, then we've helped somebody. Yeah. And that brings us great joy. It brings us great joy. And and I know we have to find humor in things. I remember early on, I would have a good day and David would have a good day. You know, when I would be up, he may be down mm-hmm. and I picked him up and we, we walked in the mall. <laughs> It was raining that day, so we went for a walk because we found that that helps, you know, mm-hmm. to get outside or to do some kind of exercise. And we were walking in the mall, and I said, you know, David, I said, I was thinking today, I said, we still have a lot to look forward to. I said, one day we're going to have grandchildren. One day Callie's going to meet somebody. We're going to have, you know, she'll have in-laws, and we'll have our family will increase. And David was having a bad day that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everything I said, he kind of said, well, you don't know if that's going to happen. Well, you don't know. And, and you know, inside I felt myself getting a little frustrated. And I mm-hmm. thought, no, he's having a bad day. And I'm, I'm rebuking that. I'm not listening to that. So I let him out. And he said, well, um, where are you going? I said, I'm going home. I said, because our life stinks. I said, we should just give up, David. That's it. We should just give up. And I got home, and of course, when I shut the door, I just laughed, and I said, Lord, you know I didn't mean that. You know I didn't mean that. I was just trying to stress a point. And David came in the door, and he said, Kelly, I am so sorry. He said, I was wrong. I've never been more wrong about anything in my life. You're right. He said, we do have a lot to look forward to. And so, again, I don't think that was me, because I wanted to lash out at him. (laughs) but, But, you know... I felt like that was a turning point. Do you, David? Yeah. And I, I just, like I said, I feel like he he might speak to me when David's down, and when when I'm down, you know, David encourages me. Yeah. So yeah. he does, you know, encourages us or, or promises us beauty from ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, five words reached into my grave and pulled me out, and the five words were: "Make your mess your message." In the mess meaning. You know anything that has happened to you mm-hmm. or happened around you that has affected you you take that in and, and transform it in your message let God use the brokenness that we are all exposed to and we all have inflict our lives mm-hmm. and and you know maximizing mental health it sounds as you know you're doing exactly that you're letting you're letting God breathe into this and and turning 
tragedy toward hope. Uh, does it take away the pain? Uh, you know, yesterday I had a day where I was around people and, and the way I described the day in pouring out, and what I mean by that is I had people pouring into me, two scriptures from yesterday. Somebody quoted Galatians 6, 9, which I needed to hear. You know, let us not become weary in well-doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, not lose heart, but at the proper time we will reap a harvest. Mm -hmm. And then twice, yesterday, last last evening, and first thing this morning, somebody sent me a verse. It's out of Second Peter where it talks about He has given us everything we need uh, for uh, for the victory, for mm -hmm. for the life that He's calling us to live. And so that was in pouring, but at the same time, yesterday was a day for me of pouring out. Mm -hmm into other people's lives. And it was very spontaneous in the way it all happened. I didn't set out to, oh, I'm going to pour out into somebody. People were pouring into me. I was pouring out to them. And how do you, how do you let people pour into you, uh, even as you are in the process of pouring out, say they've already affected, helped a thousand different people? Mm -hmm. How are people pouring into you? What? Uh, um. You find out real, real fast when something like this happens to you, and you may have experienced this too. People don't know what to say, mm -hmm. uh, but what what I found, and I think Kelly would agree, is that um, you know sometimes you think this world is a is a can be a pretty bad place, but there's a lot of good people still left in this world. And they reached out and grabbed us and loved us, and uh, our church family uh, oh, yeah. was was phenomenal. Um, our uh, you know individual families, our person, you know our our moms and, and dads and, and brothers, sisters, and everybody reached out to us and supported us. And uh, and I think for me, David. People, I mean, I, I love to pray. I love to pray. And to this day, I mean, people will send me messages. Mm. They will tell me, you know, how they've not stopped praying for us since the day it happened. And I know that's where we get our strength, mm -hmm. is from the prayers of other people. And that that just, I mean, for somebody to tell me that they've prayed for me. Yeah. Is just like medicine on a deep, open wound. And I just can't tell you how that encourages me and how it, it just lifts my spirits. And I think that's how God wants us to, to be. He wants us to be compassionate to other people. He doesn't comfort us so that we can be comfortable. He comforts us so we can comfort other people. Yeah, yeah. And that's just been that's just been brought to life, I think, yeah. in our situation. And people may not realize the um, intensity or the power of their prayer, but we feel it. Mm -hmm. We there's no way there's no possible way that we could have walked through mm -hmm. what we've walked through without the prayer of fellow believers. There's just no way. Mm -hmm. And we're so thankful and so grateful. And I don't know how people that don't believe and don't have that relationship with the Lord 
you couldn't you could not possibly you could muddle through maybe mm-hmm. I don't know but again I want people when they look at us to not see David and Kelly I want them to see living hope I want them to see God working through our tragedy and we could never we could never do anything like this on our own yeah and we don't know where it will lead we don't know what's going to come of maximizing mental health but we feel encouraged and we feel like we're doing what he's asked us to do right now and we'll continue that's right and at the end of the day at the end of the day when i mean i just i mean kelly i don't know would probably say this is the same thing first thing i think of when i wake up in the morning is max Hmm. the last thing i think uh, before I go to sleep at night, it's Max. I, I just that's just the way it is. I don't know if that ever change. Uh, but when we do something like this, at the end of the day, I can lay my head down and say, Max, you help somebody today. <laughs> you help somebody today, son. Yeah. That's all you wanted to do. And I, I can't help but think that he smiles down on us. And he knows we're doing that. And, you know, that 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 makes for, for a, a good day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's I, what it's about. Um, I tell people if I could just peel back, I don't know what, what you do in heaven. I read a lot of books about mm-hmm. heaven. But I think mm-hmm. if I could just peel back the curtain, I mean, he is rejoicing. He is better than fine. He Mm. is complete. He's whole. And we will will suffer Mm -hmm. while we walk on fallen earth. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's what earth is. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't want to leave earth if everything was perfect. Right. But I just know that he is at perfect peace and I tell people we went to the airport after my daughter went to England we went to pick her up at the airport Mm -hmm. and um, it was in July after Max died Mm -hmm. and I would see families being reunited and I used to love to go to the airport Mm -hmm. I love to see people you know coming home from a trip and embrace each other and I don't know I just thought in my mind I thought wow I'm looking for my daughter and I'm so excited and I can't wait to see her and I thought is this the way that it will be in heaven when we approach heaven and our loved ones are, are waiting on us and I tell people that Max is at his final destination and that he's waiting on us. And, you know, again, when we see our Savior's face, we're not going to say, why did we go through this? Yeah, Lord, why don't you do that? (laughs) We're not going to say that. I think your questions are going to hit the ground pretty quick. Yes. Because we're going to be in such a state of wonder and awe. That's right. uh, And at his feet. Mm -hmm. We just, many of us sang yesterday, this will be coming out on Easter Monday, uh, we serve a risen Savior. He's in, in the, the world, world today. today. We know that He is living, no matter what men may say. Yes. And yes. He lives. And uh, His kingdom is very much alive here on earth. That's one of the promises Jesus gave us. Um, 
you know, all the blessed of those uh, who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, not will be, is. And uh, he's given us, uh, he's given us a purpose. You talked mm-hmm. about purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, at this point, you're tuned in to what God's purpose is. It didn't come the way you thought it would. He's answered prayers, though, in ways, and it maxes prayers in ways that you didn't think yes. this would be the way the answer came. And, yeah. and people ask, you know, they'll say, are you angry at God? And I'm not angry at God. I'm more in love with God today than I was when Max was here with us. My love for the Lord has grown. I'm not angry. Mm-hmm. And you can choose again to be a victim or you can be a victor. And that's what I hope that people see when they see us is that we're, you know, we're victors. Yeah. And, um, you know, we talked about how God sends encouragement and how we pray, you know, especially early on. I mean, I thought I had the flu in, in June. I, I was praying for a youth, uh, a youth rally that our church holds in mm-hmm. um, Birmingham. It's called Motion. Mm-hmm. And Max used to go. I would ask Max to go every year, and I remember one year he went. He promised me he would go, and the next day he said, Mom, you just asked me to go one day. He said, Now, if I don't go back, what are you going to say? And I said, Max, I'm going to say thank you for keeping your promise. But he went back. And so my heart was always to pray for motion, the motion Mm -hmm. conference, that many young people would be saved. So that came around this past, you know, the the year after Max died, and I was praying, but my prayers were just, it was painful to pray Mm -hmm. because the enemy was saying, well, your son's not there. Mm -hmm. Why are you praying? Your son's dead. And I wouldn't stop, but it wasn't, I just started weeping, and Mm -hmm. I just said, Lord, I cannot even pray. What is wrong with me? And I got up in the middle of the night, and I was just distraught. My body ached, and I finally, I just laid down, and I just said, Lord, I cannot pray, but I said, I love you, and I know you love me. And I just repeated that probably about 20 times. Mm -hmm. And then I said, I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord, because I know his word tells us he inhabits the praise of his Mm -hmm. people, and especially, I think, when we're hurting. Mm -hmm. He... I think he loves that. And so I prayed that he would send me encouragement. And my idea of encouragement was someone coming up to me the next day and saying, I had you on my mind this morning, and I prayed for you. And and that's what I was asking. And, Robert, I'm telling you, when I closed my eyes, I don't know if I went to sleep. I don't know what happened. But I was having a conversation with my beautiful son Mm -hmm. in a beautiful place that was perfect. I could smell honeysuckle. Mm. I could smell flowers. I could see vibrant colors. Like it was amazing. I can't I can't tell you how beautiful. I could hear waterfalls. And my son was smiling. And this is this is funny because when he was younger, I used to get on to him for not brushing his teeth at night. Mm-hmm. And he would tell people would say, My mom, I could be I could be on the street and my leg could be hanging off after an accident my mom would say did you brush your teeth and so that was always a joke between us but he smiled at me and his teeth were just sparkling white his hair was beautiful he was just beautiful we didn't touch we Mm -hmm. didn't embrace but I told him I said I can't pray Max I don't know what's wrong but I can't pray like I used to pray and he said to me 
Mom, he said, you keep doing what you're doing. He said, you pray for other people just like you prayed for me. He said, there are people helping you every day. You just don't see them, Mom. He said, you just keep doing what you're doing. And there were other things that we talked about when I saw him. But he told me that he was complete and whole. And it was like when I woke up. I just jumped out of the bed and I said, Lord, thank you for signs and wonders. Because to me, that far exceeded my expectations Mm -hmm. for encouragement. I mean, that was over and above what I expected. But I know beyond any shadow of a doubt that my son is in heaven. And I'm so thankful that we serve a God that knows our heartache and knows what grief and what sorrow and what loss is all about and he still can give us abundant life right no exclusions yeah so that was a that was a turning point too i think for both of us after that happened yeah it was and when kelly that happened to kelly um you know it just re reaffirmed what i already knew but I look at it as a gift. Mm-hmm. It was a gift God gave us um, that I'll never forget. I'll ne- I mean, I know that um, now it's up to me and Kelly to to finish this time we have left on on this earth in a way that will again honor, you know. Honor God, but also with our actions, keep Max's memory alive, mm-hmm. and then to to um, just make a difference. Yeah, I mean, life is again. It's 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 not uh, it's it's not that hard to 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 know how to live a, a purposeful life. It's it's hard to it's not hard to know the steps. It's hard to do it. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things that. If you can just pray that God will show you uh, the purpose for your life that He has for you, He'll show you. He'll show you, but then it's up to you to 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 walk that path and to to do uh, your best at fulfilling that purpose. So that's you know that's where we are. Yeah, that's where we are. Wow. So. I thank y'all for coming to the table, not for two weeks straight. I mean, we we just divided the conversation up here. Uh, thank you for what God you are you have allowed God to do in your life. We give Him praise for what He's yes. doing. Um, you know, last week, and probably those of you who are listening, you heard this cliche because we hear it all the time, and it's true. It's not just a cliche, but the the phrase "It's Friday, but Sunday's coming." And I remember one particular year, I knew, yes, it was Friday, Sunday was coming, but I had to, in all honesty, write out words, but Sunday's not coming for everyone tomorrow, in meaning in three days, three set days. But I just want to give you this assurance, and I hope that those of you who are listening have heard this assurance through Kelly and David's testimony. Your Sunday may not have come yesterday, but keep trusting, keep your hope in the living hope, Jesus Christ, uh, because Sunday is coming and God does answer prayers. One of the things that will be on this podcast, there will be a link to maximizing mental health and you can learn more about uh, the ministry here and keep uh, continue to keep David and Kelly 
and, and your prayers. And I just want to, again, thank you all so much for the time. And thank you, thank you Robert. You're welcome. And to those of you who are listening, next week you hear the word, Party of Redemption, your table is now available. We'll see you next week. You have a blessed Resurrection Week.